Hi, everyone. My name's Layla, and I'm the host for this podcast called Ordinary People. My next guest is far from ordinary, as we all know. Uh, She is a full-time massage therapist, a mom of two teenage boys, and she has lived in New England for over 20 years. Marcella, thank you for joining us today. Hi, Layla. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thank you. This is awesome. Um, Okay, well, so you have two teenage boys, and so today I wanted to ask you questions about how current society affects them and if you have any tips, mainly, that you've figured out along the way that could be helpful for somebody who's planning to have kids. So, basically, kids and raising them and, uh, you know, tips, tips along the way for life so many things um let's start let's dive right in here i'm thinking i really wanted to ask you this first question um did you have a lot of guidance at first (laughs) um i did not have any formal guidance per se i think um i mean i had a lot of i had a lot of i'm close to my family so i definitely had people to ask questions to about raising babies, but I think I drew more on my own personal experience um, because I had been a nanny, I had worked with kids a lot before I had them. Um, actually, I feel like working with kids and being a nanny is probably mm. the best form of birth control out there because mm. you it's such a uh, reality check <laughs> mm-hmm. taking care of children and it's exhausting so I knew I wanted to have kids but I definitely was not in a rush to have them mm-hmm. um, so I I drew upon my own experience I think for guidance but I definitely um, I, I made notes along the way I made yeah. notes along the way but I can pretty much say that everything I said I wasn't going to do I've done <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I feel like that yeah. is a uh, self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Like don't for just sure. don't say you're not gonna do it because it's so much easier to stand on the other side of the fence and be like, oh that parent should be doing that, that parent. And then all of a sudden right. you're a parent you're just like everything flies out the window. It's yeah. just you can't you can't possibly foresee how different you are inside right. a person once you have a baby. Right, and that's the thing, is that I don't have kids, so I tend to sometimes do that. Of course, where I, I'm like, I still do that. Man, I wish that kid would just be quiet, you know? <laughs> why is she letting him scream Why? Like that? why? Yeah, and like, it's because at that point, they're on another level. They're not even focused on that. They're just trying to keep their kid alive. Yeah, and often there's just so much more to the story than what everybody sees in that, right. in that like little thumbnail, right? Right. There's like a whole history of a morning that the mom got to that point where she lost her mind or she just gives up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to know. Right. Totally. I understand. Um, so wait, looking back now, is there anything you would have done differently when raising your first child? Um, I would have tried to relax more because <laughs> I definitely was trying to do everything perfectly yeah um, I mean, my yeah my experience is probably a little out of the ordinary just because my first my older son was born premature so we had a kind of bumpy start but so right away like my birth plan I was having I was gonna have a home birth like everything just flew right out the window so yeah it was like baptism by fire like yeah not only did that not work out like 
how I how I wanted it to be at home. It, it just nothing. My our house is part of me getting renovated at the time, so my mm-hmm. husband was like always working on the house, and I was yeah. So basically, if I could have just if I could have just gone with the flows of. I feel like sometimes you want to control everything mm-hmm. and make it, you have this ideal in your hands. So I would go back and tell myself to just like ride the wave because it, yeah. it, 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 like everything else in life, it, it actually does work out. It just doesn't always work out the way you, the, the perfect picture that you envision. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think, I think most of the time it doesn't work out the way you envision. Yeah. Yeah. So that's well, what, because you know we have visions in our our mind. Uh, it's almost like a movie. Oh yeah, it's like a fairy tale for sure. You know, and, yeah. and we want it all to work out perfectly. Yeah. And I say that in quotes because, yeah. you know, what is perfect? Everything's different for everyone. You know. I, I don't even. I think perfect is like waking up every day and breathing. And, and breathing. Yeah. Like yeah. oh, I made another day. Yeah. My kids are still here. Cool. Right. This is perfect. <laughs> this is perfect. That is perfect. You're right. <laughs> Oh, man. So, was the information about raising a child that you had back then any different than the info you have now? Well, yeah, I mean, I think for sure. I mean, back, first of all, back then, I, were, I read a lot of books. Right. But now I consult the internet for everything, you know. Like, okay. I don't buy parenting books anymore. Well, that's not true. I did recently buy a parenting book. You did? Okay. I did on teenage teenage boys nice <laughs> <Teenagers>. now <laughs> it's good some help yeah but um but yeah now you have all this you have blog, blogs and podcasts and there's so much information and sometimes I feel like there's too much information mm-hmm. um just because you get inundated and you don't know where to focus you're just like oh but um well that's it yeah. that's why I'm saying I would rather just get the info from you from a from a real people. human person that's gone through it <laughs> right. that's living it currently right Doing the deed, you know, yeah. living the life, yeah. um, because there is too much info out there. There's a lot of info. And then there's a lot of the disinformation, which just gets put out there, which I don't even know why. Totally. It's pointless, and it makes us go in circles, because then we come back to square one to right. the original answer that we might have had right. and before we of, went searching for another answer. Exactly. And there's a lot of authority. There's a lot of people who, like, have seemingly have the answer for everybody, and I don't really think that exists because everybody's in their own we're all we all are part of the bigger picture of society but we're also living in a little vacuum in our homes day to day so I don't know like my kid's different than that kid so who really is an authority on your own kid I don't know right I don't even know if parent is right what what about the gut feeling (laughs) yeah the gut feeling is I feel like the gut feeling gut feeling actually overrid everything for me in the end like from because my kids were super colicky when my Mm -hmm. older son was and if I had done what the book said to do it would have been basically like to put him in a bedroom which I did try let him scream what they called at the time screaming crying it out horrible the most horrible Mm. thing so I did absolutely everything they told me not to do I slept with my kid I nursed him as much as I wanted I held him as much as I wanted and now guess what guess what he is not (laughs) he has no issues he's not afraid of the dark he doesn't want me around he's a regular teenager he doesn't he's not codependent like all the things they warned you about for me neither my children finally were like mom back off we need some space yeah I wasn't helicoptering them necessarily right 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 yeah like I I was there for them all the time yes and when they gave me the cues I was like cool all right, I've done. I've done my job. Yeah. But not only that, you know, you guys are great people. Right? Yeah, yeah. I've 
but it's exactly what you said. You I followed, followed my gut. gut. Yeah, I mean, I consulted books a little bit, but really, in the end, it was just like, it doesn't feel good to put my baby in that room right. 20 feet away and listen to him scream for an hour. That, it made me, oh, that was nauseating. It, yeah, it makes you ill. Yeah, it was horrible. Like, you wouldn't want to hear your dog crying for no. you all night. No, no. Yeah, I feel you. That's a good analogy. Oh, it's like, well, it's exactly the same thing. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, you, anybody who wants kids should practice with, I think, like, three or four dogs equal one kid. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> I have practiced with the dog situation, and I, I ended up closing myself in the room. You did. And they got full range of the house. Exactly. Because I, I, I needed a break, break time, and yeah. they were all waiting at the door. Oh, yeah, parents um, do that. Moms lock themselves and in the And I, I locked myself in the... Yeah, I had to get away. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, this is a good reminder. You know, maybe I should do this 20 more times to, like, get them to listen. And then maybe... No, it's a really good... It's, it's practice. It's practice, awesome. guys. Practice makes good perfect. I love it. All right, well, let's get into the juicy stuff. Tell us three things you learned along the way about raising kids that you didn't know before you had kids. Mm, that, that's a hard one. I say now, I might change my mind. That's okay. An hour from now. Um, three, three things that you didn't know. I didn't know. Back I up. didn't. I didn't know. This is a really good one. I didn't know how much I would love them. Oh. Like, nobody. There's like I can't. I want to. That's different than a dog. Like I mean, I think you can love your dog in a very deep way, but there's. Um, something about being a parent that once you know it's similar to a dog I guess yeah but but once you know that you are in charge of this life some there's some switch there's some like internal deep-seated rooted thing that happens that you just can't yeah, like your dog. If your dog's gonna run out, like yeah. No, but it's true. It's the same kind of commitment. But it's just yeah. So that would be the first thing is that I just I had no idea. Like like for the first when I first held my first son for the first time, first first first, um, I was like, oh my god, I could, I could kill. I now I know like I felt so protective. Like in a way that I, it was something chemical. It's right. Something it's, it, it's, it's like the tigers and the bear cubs. Was, she will it, kill anybody exactly, who tries to get to her cubs. I actually, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, now I know what it feels like to be a lioness. Or yeah. like, there's like, nothing would stop me from saving this human being right now. Yeah. Um, so that's the first thing, how much I love them. Yeah. Another love thing, it. um, is how, oh, this is so broad, but like how, it is. It's a, it is right mentally, yeah. but what about okay? This yeah. is what I always wonder the yeah. sleep. I need sleep. Oh, if man. I'm in zombie mode, I will okay, forget my keys, I will great. lock myself I something. I my house down. No, that's oh, yeah, that is for real. Um, that some people have, I only know one person out of many, many like you know, parents I, yeah. who have a real good sleeping child, and okay. that was brutal. Yeah, that, and I, actually, I always wonder about that. Yeah, no, that's a great question because I actually became obsessed with people who were sleeping. I would walk around and be at the grocery store and be like, <laughs> I wonder if that person gets eight out. Like, it became a oh thing my in my head. I was obsessed. I actually got anxiety because I was afraid that I would never. It's like, what if I never sleep again? Mm. I'll, so you, that's a real thing. I mean, I do think there's something that kicks in biologically um, that puts you into some kind of, like, you're able to do it. Like, if you, 
you would be able to do it. You, you, there's something, sure. but on the, when you're on the other side of it, it sounds nightmarish. And yeah. it's hard. It's probably, it's probably one of the hardest things that I wish people had talked about more. But yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So, okay. So, um, manage your time so you can get sleep. You get sleep and then, right. Cause, because it's not like, oh, you're going to put the baby in the crib and and he's going to cry for an hour. Like all babies don't do that. Some babies and some babies nurse thousand bazillion times a night. So yeah. So every two hours. Uh, sometimes more. So how, how does one get sleep? Yeah, you you sleep. That's why I slept. Part of the reason I slept with my kids because okay. I there was no way I was going to get up and down, up and down. Yeah, up yeah, and yeah. Down. Like I have we, a friend who I'll does sleep. it, and yeah. I I wonder. Yeah. I mean, it just she just roll over, the, the whip your boob out, baby yep. nurses, and you can both fall asleep. And nice. not to mention, it's most it's incredibly beautiful and bonding. Right. But um. Yeah, you do pass a point where you get sleep again. Yeah. But you just kind of, you relegate, you just kind of you over to like, oh my God, this is my new life and okay. Right. It's, it's survival. That's why people walk, women, moms, stay-at-home parents walk around looking like they've been run over trains. They are yeah. tired. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a great question. I wish there was like an easier like, oh yeah. And some people have great babies who sleep all night. Right. And then they're super lucky on that part. I think they're lucky. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's (laughs) that's never. My kids didn't nap very well either. So okay. And then, but you sleep during the day too. Like if they, you just learn to like, you just let shit goes on. You laundry piles up. You know, everything changes. You just adapt to the baby. Baby is the boss. Okay baby is the boss in those early years what's the last thing three things so what's oh, the, the last, last thing, thing that you didn't know then didn't that you know, know now i didn't know that now. you could be like hey marcella by the way this oh, is this you can't control what your children are gonna like when when they want to eat so and i'm saying that because food's really important to me and i like my mind my children would eat just fruits and vegetables no processed sugar and yep. this that and the, you know so I like made tons of baby food I worked so so hard breastfed them until they were two like okay. did all the things that felt right to me not like necessarily what other people were saying but um and I ended up with two kids like my older son is a fantastic eater and I so I was like oh the second kid's gonna be just like the first kid second kid spit everything out he wow. really basically only ate like peanut butter and jelly, chicken, like, and when people say, I'm never, you know, I would just make him sit there and eat, well, guess what? <laughs> if you're, if you're going to like, yeah, like you get into power struggles and then right. you're like, who's going to win this and what's my point here? Because now I have a kid who's not, so if there's people out there who have a, some secret that can, you know, manage how their children are going to eat. So that was a huge lesson for me. Right. I still try to feed him as healthy as I could, but I was like, wow, this person is an autonomous being in the world. He has his own tongue and his own, he had actually had like, you know, um, sensitivities like to, um, textures and stuff. So okay. I was like, oh, like I don't get to just say like, eat the vegetables. Like, right. He's not going to eat them. He's not going to eat them. What are you going to do? you got to work with what you got. I mean, it seems like a really simple thing, but feeding kids is like, it's pretty time consuming. Oh, yeah. I mean, what about making their own food? Oh, yeah. So much time. Oh, making their own food. Would you do it now looking back? Um, 
Yeah, I would. I would. Okay, still you would do still it. do it. I would okay. still do it. Oh yeah, I would still All do right. that. Yeah, uh, that's good to know. There's a lot. There's a lot of good products out there, but I also think there's a lot of like. Yeah. So much marketing. It's a lot of junk. Too. And do you save money essentially if you make your own? I think so. There's so many. Oh, that's this is the fourth thing. Don't fall prey to buying. Like buying the stroller and that stroller and that backpack and this carrier and that carrier. That's good you to know. Basically, need like find one good carrier you like, cause okay. they outgrow it so fast. Yeah. Unless you're gonna have like five kids. Right. You know? Right. Right. But anyway, I spent and people spend a lot of money on paraphernalia. That's just yeah. so silly. Yeah. Don't overspend. Don't overspend. And because also you can get super happy about like okay now I got all this shopping to do. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, baby, I know baby showers are a big deal right? and all that stuff, so yeah. Yeah, try to get as much as you can at the baby shower. Yeah, and, but then you have all this crap to deal with, and uh, half of it becomes obsolete within right. the first six months. Babies grew out of clothing, like, within weeks. Right. Like, weeks. They're like, oh, that's gone, that's gone. Yeah. So you just have any of all this stuff to, like, either donate or get rid of. It's right. just a consumer It's a consumer market, for sure. Yeah, exactly. But... You need the stuff, so it's like, eh. Yeah, you need some stuff. Some stuff. Sure. Not everything. Yeah. Not everything that they suggest. Don't need all so smart. <laughs> so smart. I hope y'all are taking notes. I know I am. Um, what age was the hardest for uh, both boys? Um, I would say these teenage years are the hardest for me. My younger son's 13, going on 14, and my older son's 16. Gonna be seventeen and so seventeen. So he knows I it would all. Say yeah, like starting, starting at thirteen, twelve, thirteen. It, things really switch up. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of more like a process. I, I mean, my kids were really. I was really blessed. I didn't like. They never threw tantrums. They right. weren't really. They're really both. Not too high maintenance. They were not. No, they didn't have like That's any good. like behavioral issues or no, they weren't high maintenance at all. They even like birthday parties so I got wow. like I was like don't you guys want to have a birthday party they're like nah like, okay <laughs> alright <laughs> good to go I'll take a friend to a movie or something <laughs> right but um sweet these teenage years are unforeseen uh, yeah that those are these are hard these are so really hard. pay attention brace yourself yeah I think I think, um, it's not going to be always easy. No, it's not easy. I mean, I think if anybody can just, it's really, some somehow you try to think back to yourself as a teenager and you're like, oh, I wasn't this awful. I was much, you know, like, or I was better. I had more self-awareness. But um, I think that it's the rite of passage to just become, like, self-consumed, self-centered. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like... I don't know what what a good word would be for mm. they're just monsters isn't fair. <laughs> <laughs> but they're pretty yeah, they're pretty self-involved right, right now. And it's all about them. Okay. Um and it's really hard to you kind of go through a bit of a mourning process because you like you had this beautiful child you were so close with and spent so much time with and these kids wanted you to read them books and hang out with you after dinner and play games and mom, dad, and all of a sudden they're like, you know, they inhale their food at dinner time and then like you're just sitting at the dinner table like, okay. All right. Everybody went to their room to right. like, yeah, play yeah. video games or right. do homework quote oh, unquote man, or be on their good. Snapchat. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, so it's pretty, it's, it's a little bit hard. I love it. Um... That leads me to my next question. How do you feel about video games? The violent I, ones, necessarily. Yeah, the violent ones. I mean, this is a huge, huge thing in our house. 
Um, and I did a really good job keeping them away from that stuff mm. until they were like maybe 11, 12, 13. <clears throat> That's when everyone's playing video games. Yeah, and the social pressure is huge. And if you also, I mean, more power to any parent who can, who can stand their ground a hundred percent you know whatever everybody mm-hmm. has a different different policies in their in their home mm-hmm. um yeah i've just what i have done my, so both my kids play video games okay. and they do play um i don't know i don't even know the names that have the games anymore war war you know war warcraft comes to mind yes but they're but they also play um minecraft and stuff um okay. but, but uh, there's two sides to this whole thing and i've educated myself because what starts to happen is that you um, can build a culture of shame in your house around right. video games and that that's for me started becoming more the issue with my children than the actual video games mm. so yes do I want them I mean no do I want I don't want them playing violent video games but um, actually a lot of studies and podcasts and things I've educated with myself have shown that Children who play violent video games actually don't become more violent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm not saying I. Could I see that. I'm I not could saying that. that I and I myself had played had played the video games. Yes. So I've sat Me there, too. had them. I like to go to the arcade and I like to. I play shoot. I like to shoot targets with the yeah, gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am not violent, you know. Right. So I use myself as a barometer. But that mm-hmm. being said, it's also a matter of balance and them mm-hmm. having a, a rounded life. And mm-hmm. if we're going to play video games, then now we have to work out how much time is appropriate versus homework versus friends versus the balance of your life, the bigger yeah. picture of life. So for me, um, working with them wanting to play video games, I think the reality of it is much better than just drawing a line. And Because, because what starts to happen now is that you have a relationship with your child and are you going to destroy, are you going to get a power struggle and destroy a relationship right. over something? I mean, when... Also, always look at yourself like, well, I'm a hypocrite. I'm on my phone. Yeah. I'm doing stuff that, you know, somebody might not approve of. Like, right. So it's a, it's a pretty huge, uh, I think, as, as, like, talk about American society. Like, yeah. That, it's a huge issue. And, um, yeah, you could be bobbing on about it probably. But, yeah, no, I good. don't love them, but I've learned to work with it. And I also want a relationship with my children. And also, right. I laid the groundwork when they were kids. Like, yeah. when they were little, that's where I feel like... Once your kids are teenagers, like you really, you it, the the it changes. Like you can't right. you can't just tell them what to do anymore. No, matter, like there are that, other ways of being adults. Yes, the yeah. groundwork needs to be done when yes, they're, they're little. Young, yes. Okay. And so I think hey, that's a big one right there. I think so. I mean, I feel like you draw because you're gonna come full circle, right? You're this yeah. teenage years. I mean, they're they're experimenting and learning, and I think giving them space to to do that and to fail, like they have to fail. Yeah. Um, and you have to fail as a parent too, but right. hopefully you all fail and survive and learn something. Yeah. And maintain your relationship because that really, for me, is what is important on the other side. I they, agree. Yeah. So many relationships I've seen where they go away because of an argument oh it's, it's horrible no, it's, it's like hor- come I on mean, yeah no I've already been there with my kids oh, yeah where he like my older son got really mad at me and um you know ran away to his dad's house yeah you know I knew where he was so right but but still like he ne- he needed some space and I was like oh this is a turning point like he's angry because I'm I'm not he doesn't feel seen or heard right Jeez, so. it's like you never know. Ugh. 
checking in, right? Oh, it's so it nothing can can prepare you. Nothing. No. Nothing. So even this podcast. Even this podcast <laughs> will not prepare you. No. And loving and you would think that well, my I love my kids. Like I'm so much cooler than my right. parents were. Right. Does not matter. Does, Does not, not matter. Compute. You could be Bob Dylan, you could be I don't care, Kurt Cobain, whoever is amazing right now. And your kids would still think you if it if you yeah, that you yeah. are the biggest idiot that ever walked yep. the planet. Yeah. <laughs> they get to do that. Right. Uh, it's not matter. Oh I man. know. That's tough. It's tough. It makes me not want to have an animal or kids right now, right now, <laughs> I until know. I can handle it. Because yeah. I, I can I can barely get enough sleep just on my own. Yeah. Like I've got a good headway this week, yeah. but well, that's another thing, too. Like, nothing, I don't think you'll ever be. It's like buying a house or starting a business. Yes. Like, you're never prepared. You never have enough money. You're right. never old enough. I mean, I think definitely being 18 versus being in your 30s is definitely, like, if I could have waited later to have kids, I would have. I okay. think if you, it's too bad, like, biologically, like, because I have my kids in my mid-30s. Yep. Biologically, if you could have kids in your 40s, I think you, everybody would be really, because by your 40s, equipped, you're equipped, equipped. exactly, you got the life, yeah, knowledge, you got got life knowledge, exactly, like, you probably are a little bit more stable financially, maybe, maybe not, but, you know, like, you've seen things, you've done things, yeah, yeah, like, this thing of having babies in your 20s, like, no way, man, I mean, right, (laughs) I just don't know, I feel like you'd be scrambling for all the answers at that point, yeah, I mean, but, I think the you know, is it's that like you, it, make it work. Yeah, well, you do make it work. You yeah. make it work. Either way, you make right. it work. Right. Either way. And you adapt. Right. So. Right. I mean, it's it's so true. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, here here we go. We're gonna do the last question. Oh my god, we did that whole thing. The whole thing. So, last question. Tell us the most important thing you have learned from raising boys who are now teenagers. The most important thing that you've learned. The most important thing that I have learned is to. I'm probably gonna go back to the thing that I learned in the beginning is to, but now I can really embrace it. Mm -hmm. Is that. I have to keep adapting and I can't control the outcome and they are going to be their own people. Okay. I don't get to, t- I don't get to, I don't get to dictate how the story is going to end. Um, and I have to, loving them means letting them be who they need to be in the world. Right. And I don't get to, yeah. Maybe even, I mean, like what I was thinking now too, like just letting the comments go because sometimes like people don't like the comments of how they are raising themselves because uh, now they're teenagers yeah uh, the 17 year old's yep. kind of now learning how to f- bring himself up in the world mm-hmm. yeah for me it was it was it was just like commentary like just maybe you know I don't mm-hmm. know I don't know what they would say maybe from we should your, get from them, your parents yeah, you mean f- from f- you know what is their perspective yeah um But it sounds like you don't do that. It sounds like you, you don't, you don't comment on it. You might help them out if they seem like they're struggling. Yeah. I mean, I think that from their perspective, I'm, I'm pretty annoying. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I probably do comment. I still comment and I see myself commenting on silly things like, 
aren't you going to eat the rest of your broccoli? Like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're just like, the eye rolling is like, they're just like, what? <laughs> just like, right, sorry. Um, but as far as their life plan, like what they, who they're going to be as people, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I don't know that I spent a lot of time commenting because I know for myself, my own experience that I, you know, I did not, I did not, I didn't make my, I didn't make my, not my mouth mom proud but like I did not fall into my my parents plan for me mm-hmm. and that was huge like mm-hmm. that was damaging for right. me to, That's, yeah so like you have to be able to do what you want to do yeah so it's positive stuff obviously things obviously, that are good for the world of course let's yeah let's and, and if you want my guidance I'm okay. here for you for the rest of your life yeah um but I don't try to um yeah you don't try to control the outcome, and I don't. I, I feel like I think that's I. That's important. I learned that a lot a while a few years ago. I'm seeing that because my older son is actually um, he's uh, gifted in terms of you know school and he's always been very high functioning. Um, and the pressure that he has had he has incurred because of that is enormous and almost mm-hmm. detrimental. Like everybody yeah. wants a really smart kid. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's not always a great blessing. He's right. really struggled with school and has been... So, yeah, so I really have learned to, like, wow. Yeah, of course you want to think, oh, a brilliant kid. He's going to be a doctor. He's going to make us... He's going to change the world. Like, yeah. Actually, you know, no. Like, he's just, he's as much to figure out as any other kid. And, right. Right, so... I love that. That's what I've learned is that okay. loving them means also letting them go oh snap that is a good one (laughs) and it's not just like cliche it's like that is a good one that's the truth that is the truth for every single person like if you yeah i love it you just let them you have to let them go but you're always here for them okay as you know yeah man that's so true i love my mom so much shout out to my mom mom to all the moms out there Kathy, Kathy, Kathy. Woo. <laughs> shout out to my mom, yeah. shout out to your mom, what's your mom's name? Barbara. Barbara, we're yeah. here for you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, well, um, I appreciate you coming on the show. Layla, that was so fun, thanks. Yeah, and uh, thank you everyone for joining us, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>